Ohio saw some record-level gambling in January. The Greenhouse Tavern closed earlier than even expected, and the Cuyahoga County Council members show they have some heart. It's the wake-up from Cleveland.com for Monday, February 10th. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. Ohio's 11 casinos and racinos smashed records for January, taking in $167 million in gambling revenue after paying out winnings, Cleveland.com's Rich Exner reports. The gambling revenue was up 19% from what had been a January record of $140.7 million set last year. About one-third of this money is turned over to the state in the form of fees or taxes. Typically, year-to-year gains have been 5% or less, but last month was an outlier. A small part of the gain over 2019 could be attributed to an extra Friday, five Fridays in January 2020 instead of four last year. Also, with New Year's Day falling on a Wednesday this year, many people taking time off for the holidays did not return to work until Monday, January 6th. Each of Ohio's four casinos and seven racinos reported higher revenue in January 2020 over last year. Hollywood Casino Columbus was the top-performing casino, with $20.4 million in revenue from slot machines and table games. Among the slots-only racinos, MGM Northfield Park continued to lead the way with $22.9 million dollars. This was up from $19.6 million a year ago when MGM was still operating the facility under its former name, Hard Rock Racino Northfield Park. Revenue at the Jack Cleveland Casino was $18.3 million, up from $15.7 million a year ago. Revenue at the Jack Thistledown Casino in North Randall was $11.8 million, up from $9.7 million. A long-shot Democratic bill requiring presidential candidates to provide five years of tax returns has taken a strange turn, Cleveland.com's Andrew Tobias reports. Republican state lawmakers amended it to require that presidential candidates share their birth certificates as well. Yes, it's the silly season. All six Republican members of the House Federalism Committee voted for the amendment, with the lone Democrat voting no. The tax return bill was developed with President Donald Trump in mind. He has famously broken political tradition by refusing to release his tax returns while running for office. The amended bill remains before the committee and is unlikely to ever be passed. Staff with the Legislative Service Commission, the nonpartisan research arm of the state legislature, noted it would be challenged on constitutional grounds were it to become law. But the vote is an example of some of the more off-the-beaten-path debates state lawmakers in Columbus undertake at times. Representative Tom Brinkman, a Cincinnati Republican, introduced this amendment, alluding to former President Barack Obama, a Democrat who was the subject of a persistent, completely false conspiracy theory that he wasn't born in the United States. Anyone planning a Valentine's dinner as the last fling with the Greenhouse Tavern will have to find another plan. The popular East 4th Street restaurant, which announced last week it would close by February 16th, abruptly announced Saturday it was closing that very night. 
The staff posted a note on the doors saying the restaurant had sold out of various products and could not continue. The note thanked the community for its love over the years. The announcement last week that the restaurant would close was a shocker, as it is one of the most celebrated restaurants in Cleveland and has a national reputation. Chef Jonathan Sawyer, in an exclusive interview with Cleveland.com, said the issue came down to debt that he had amassed over the years and the fact that his lease was ending. He did not mention whether downtown crowds have been smaller in the year and a half since LeBron James left the Cavs for the Lakers. All that's left of the Greenhouse Tavern now are our memories. Credit the Cuyahoga County Council for coming to the rescue of some of the county's lowest paid workers and making sure they would not suffer a year of pay cuts. Council members plan to pay about $58,000 in insurance premiums that the county mistakenly failed to deduct from the paychecks of about 100 public works employees in all of 2019. County Executive Armin Budish's solution was to deduct the money, $20 to $80 a month, from the paychecks of the workers, which includes landscapers and other low-paid jobs. The county started deducting the money last month. Upon learning of that, council members put their hearts on their sleeves and committed to ensuring that the workers did not take that pay cut. Once council made its intentions clear, Budish got behind the plan as well. Politics often evokes an image of a smoke-filled room in which power brokers meet in seclusion to make important decisions. Cleveland.com's Jeremy Pelzer says that Ohio's smoke-filled room is a nook. At the back of a Starbucks in a Sheraton Hotel across the street from the Ohio State House, there's a narrow space that's just large enough to fit three chairs and a small table. Jeremy reports that it's easy to miss when walking by it, but the semi-secluded area is where a surprising amount of government and political business gets done. The Nook is a convenient meeting spot for the many politicians, lobbyists, and politicos working around Capitol Square. As it's frowned upon, though not technically illegal, for state lawmakers to accept campaign contributions on public property, they often head across the street from the state house for donors to hand them checks. One consultant told Jeremy he has been both hired and fired from political jobs in the Nook. The spot is particularly good for meeting with political opponents, rather than bring them to your office where they might spot some plans you don't want them to see. The Starbucks is a convenient neutral ground. Check out Jeremy's story on Cleveland.com or in our free State House and Politics newsletter, Capital Letter. Sign up at Cleveland.com slash newsletters. Happy Monday and take solace in the thought that by the end of this week, we will be halfway through February. Think spring. We turn the clocks ahead in less than three weeks. Thank you for listening to The Wake Up. Thank you.